What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. I'm here with Zach Rizzuto. We're going to go over our quarterback rankings, our running back rankings, as well as going over tonight's extravaganza on Thursday night football between the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. I think this is going to be a better game than we think. Yeah, hopefully I'm just, better. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Hopefully better be than Colts Broncos. <laughs> I think it'll be better than Colts Broncos. Hopefully. I think I, so. Uh, I, that was that, that was as worse as bad as it could get, right? So it can't yeah. be worse than that one. I, I don't think it can be. I think, you know, I think Washington can potentially put up some points, right? Um, I think maybe the Bears can get some big runs off, maybe, with David maybe. Montgomery. Maybe, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe a little Brian Robinson action tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe he crossed. can get some stuff going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have him starting my lineup this week, you know, dire straits my fantasy team so let's hope brian robinson can do something maybe justin fields you know he looked somewhat serviceable last week you know against the vikings and granted the vikings defense isn't that good but um hopefully maybe justin fields can do something more than what we've seen so far maybe maybe well i'll just say this good luck because you're going up against me so ain't ain't gonna matter yeah right 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 right. Uh, (laughs) um did you did you see the way amazon prime was um advertising this game this whole week leading up to it even after the game last last week they were saying it's like uh, what was it they said it's like it's a no nonsense battle in the nfc it's like okay <laughs> i feel like it's gonna be all nonsense it's just gonna be a bunch of broken this, plays it's just gonna be a mess of the game <laughs> this is literally the definition of nonsense yeah um, <laughs> you, you got you got you got the commanders who are looking like poverty franchise and you know the bears they can only run the ball so should be interesting i think um they haven't had many good games on prime video so far <laughs> all right man let's get into this thursday night preview uh we've kind of been talking about it already but yeah kind of more official start to it um so Jahan dotson's out tonight logan thomas is out carson wentz he's dealing with the biceps tendon strain uh but he's going to play that could mean more targets to the running backs, also to Curtis Samuel, who runs a lot of his routes closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, uh, it could be a higher reception game for him. Uh, you know, yeah. Kyler Gordon is manning the slot. He's been manning the slot for the Bears. He has been terrible this year. He's allowing more than half a fantasy point per route run against him, and quarterbacks are targeting him more than any other corner on the Bears. So Samuel can be potentially in for a big day. Um, McLaurin. You know, he's going to be matched up with Jalen Johnson, who's been very good in coverage this year. Uh, not looking amazing for McLaurin, you know, especially considering Wentz's injury, his yeah. previous not-so-great fantasy days. I'm still going to have him in my lineup as like a borderline R- wide receiver two, maybe low-end wide receiver two with Dotson out especially. Uh, yeah. Diami Brown, he didn't play that many snaps last week. He obviously had those two big touchdowns. Um, but like, you know, he just happens to have a couple of big plays. I'm not necessarily betting on that to happen again. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't bet on, you know, is it Diami or Diami? I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but I wouldn't bet on Brown um, replicating that performance. You know, that's the kind of streaky performance that we see from guys like Robbie Anderson. And I feel like that's what it is, you know, and it's going to continue to be. I do like Terry McLaurin a lot more in this matchup, but, you know, Carson Wentz just hasn't been a guy to throw to him. I would have Curtis Samuel ranked higher than Terry McLaurin at this point. Um, especially in this matchup, like you said, with uh, Kyler Gordon covering Curtis Samuel. If he's in the slot, he's probably going to get those targets, like you said. Um, much to my chagrin because I am playing against you and you have Curtis Samuel in your lineup this week. 
So, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a decent day. As long as Wentz doesn't look terrible, you know, coming off or working with his injury that he's he's playing through, I, I think that they should be in for uh, solid fantasy days. I think so. I think so. Um, I'm not overly excited about these Washington running backs, but if I'm starting anyone, it's Brian Robinson. Um, yep. He controlled most of the running back carry split last week, despite playing less snaps than Antonio Gibson. Chicago is allowing 4.7 yards of carry to opposing running backs, so maybe this can be a bit of a coming out party for Brian Robinson if Gibson isn't too involved. And I can see that split shifting, like in terms of uh, snaps as well, yeah. on top of the top of the carries, you know, towards Brian Robinson's way. They're excited to get him back. Both running backs couldn't get anything going on the ground last week. They were both, they were both terribly inefficient. Um, but, you know, th- this is a much better matchup for them. And, you know, Brian Robinson could potentially do some things. Yeah, and I think that he has the capability. I think, and I talked about this a little while um, in the offseason. Not, not, not so much once before they talked about Brian Robinson really being the guy and then his whole accident thing going on. But, um, you know, Brian Robinson, I think that he has the highest upside moving forward, just not only tonight, but also into the season. I think Antonio Gibson is going to kind of take a back seat, even though Gibson did produce pretty well for you going in um, these first few weeks of the season. I think that, like you said, the commanders are much more uh, interested in having Brian Robinson being being their guy than Antonio Gibson in the backfield, especially when it comes to early down work. That's not to say that Antonio Gibson can't get uh, a little receiving work. Um, but J.D. McKissick has really been their guy for that. So if anybody's going to be butted out of this backfield rotation, is, I feel like it's going to be Antonio Gibson. Because J.D. McKissick, even though he isn't you know, catching a bunch of passes like he was last season, they're still using him as the receiving back. And he has that value, I think, locked up. Antonio Gibson's just going to be you know, spelling Brian Robinson. He's like the guy they're throwing in when one of the other guys, Brian Robinson or J.D. McKissick, isn't. Um, you know, maybe they need a breather or if something would happen to them. Antonio Gibson is really just a uh, – he's, he's like a pinch hitter, I think, at this point in the Washington backfield. David Montgomery, you're starting him as an RB2. Uh, he got his role fully back last week. Justin Fields, uh, I would say, like, this week is a solid QB2 because there are four quarterbacks on by, so it kind of bumps him up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and that's about it for the Bears' offense. Uh, don't start – don't start Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I, I wouldn't start Darnell Mooney. I wouldn't start any – you know, Bears pass catchers tonight. Unless we see Justin Fields, you know, go crazy, we, we're not going to be starting any Bears pass catchers till next week because Justin Fields still hasn't shown that he can support even one fantasy relevant pass catcher in this Bears offense. And David Montgomery has the job locked up as long as he's on the field. We talked about that a little while ago. I think it was two or three episodes ago. Um, talk about Khalil Herbert. He didn't really get um, any boost in the backfield because of his strong performance in David Montgomery's absence. So, um, David Montgomery, and like I said, Justin Fields in a pinch, you know, if you need to, um, are really the only realistic starts for the, for fantasy football. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, man. So I'm looking at these underdog plays uh, for tonight. Um, you know, I have Carson Wentz over 14 and 14.75 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and add him. I'm sharing my screen on on YouTube. You guys can see it right now. So I'm going to go ahead and throw Carson Wentz uh, in my underdog entry for today. Um, I have Brian Robinson over 11 and a half rushing attempts. So, you know, he had nine last week. Um, and I think against the Bears, they're going to try to get the ball, go, uh, you know, they're trying to, they're going to try to run the ball with you know, Carson Wentz and his, you know, arm injury right now that he has. Um, yeah. So he's going he's to attempt to play. 
But I would assume that since they have these two running backs and the Bears have been giving up some yards on the ground, you know, I think they kind of depend on the running backs a little bit uh, in this game, uh, especially with Jahan Dodson out too. So, um, and Logan Thomas out. So I think 11 and a half rushing attempts, I think that's solid for Brian, uh, Brian Robinson to go over. Um, I also have J.D. McKissick going over three rece- three receptions as well. He's had at least three receptions in every game this year. Um, and I don't want to touch the Terry McLaurin one here. Four receptions, 56 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. But I'm going to go to Curtis Samuel here. Uh, he's at four, 47 and a half receiving yards. I like the over on that. I also like the over on the five receptions for Curtis Samuel. So if I had to choose one, I'll probably go with the five receptions. So I'll add that in here. Um, let's see. What else do we have? So if you scroll down here, um, Justin Fields. I'm not going to touch that one, honestly. David Montgomery, 83 and a half rush plus receiving yards uh, is his line here. I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, but Khalil Herbert, 34 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I think I'm going to go lower on that one. I think this is David Montgomery's backfield for the most part. Yeah. So yeah. unless unless Khalil Herbert gets a big playoff, I, th- I might go lower on that one. Does that one make I, sense? Yeah, I, I like that pick. You know, Dave Montgomery's locked it down when he was on the field. Now, and then you have Darnell Mooney here, three and a half catches. He only had three. He only had <laughs> more than three <laughs> catches like in one game this year. I might Let's go in the un- I might go the under on this one. <laughs> yeah, his catches this season have been one, one, two, four, two. <laughs> oh my god! So um, like you know what? I'm gonna remove the JD McKissick one here. Yeah, and I'm gonna add the Darnell Mooney lower than three and a half receptions. I like these picks here. So you know you, you can choose between that one. You know you can choose between the JD McKissick one. Um, there's also the Curtis Samuel. You know above you know 47 and a half receiving yards. That's not bad either. Um, now. These five picks, like if I enter these five picks, like you can see, like these these multipliers went up all the way because I have five picks in here. If I put in 50 bucks, my payout is $1,000. Okay, that's 20x. I just turned $50 into $1,000, uh, you know, if I get all of these right. If I wanted to do only four picks in this entry, let's say I remove the Carson Wentz one, 50 bucks will still turn into $500. That's 10x right there. Now, Let's say I wanted to put, you know, another prop in here, another line in here, and I wanted to add insurance, right? My 10, my, my, if I get all five of these right, usually it'll be a thousand dollars for my 50 bucks, but I just turned on insurance and I still get $500 from my $50 entry and I can still get one of these wrong. So that's pretty good. So if you're like fairly confident in five of the picks, and you turn on insurance, you can still 10x your money, uh, you know, even if you get one of these wrong. So if this sounds interesting to you, go to Underdog Fantasy, download the app, sign up, and make your first deposit with the code upper hand. Your first deposit will be doubled with that code up to $100. So make sure you use the code upper hand to get that promo. Okay, that's enough about Underdog. Let's, let's move on to our quarterback rankings. Let's do it. Man, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to quarterbacks this week. Oh, yeah. uh, simple, a lot because you know a lot of these quarterbacks are on by. So you might see some guys in here. You know, little Geno Smith in the top ten over here. First he, thing you notice, he you is know? safely in the top ten with the with these rankings. He's not just edging so, on it. He, he's got <laughs> what are we having seven? <laughs> yeah, man. 
We have him at seven. Uh, so at number one, we have Josh Allen, followed by Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Kyler Murray at five. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are facing off this week. You're probably starting both of these guys. Uh, this over-under is set at 54. That's the highest for the week. Uh, the Bills have the highest implied total for the week at 28 points, and the Chiefs are third with 26. So potential fireworks uh, in this game. Yeah, absolutely. If it looks anything close to what it was, you know, in the divisional round game that we all remember very clearly from last season, you know, this is it's just going to be fantasy bonanza. Everybody's going to be scoring points. Um, and with, you know, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes being these guys, I'm starting all the receivers. I'm pretty much starting all of the fantasy players on the on these offenses this week. You know, this is a marquee, marquee matchup. Probably the matchup of the year, the one that people have had circled on the schedule for, I mean, since the schedule came out. So Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, I like Josh Allen as the one. Patrick Mahomes, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we haven't ranked that far. I wouldn't be surprised if they finish one and two. But it seems like every time we say that two quarterbacks are going to finish one and two, they don't. So let's just leave it at this. Josh Allen at one, Patrick Mahomes at four. I, both of them excellent starts. Like, there's no question. Of course, you're starting these guys. Uh, Kyler Murray, he gets a good matchup uh, this week against the Seahawks. They actually have the second highest team implied total for the week. This over-under is set at 50 and a half points. Uh, I'm looking over at Preciser, uh, which is more of a prediction and, and, and analytics tool. You can kind of use that in conjunction with what Vegas has. They actually have the Cardinals only scoring 22 points rather than the 27 points Vegas is expecting. And I can see that because, like, <laughs> the Cardinals have just been underperforming, right, like from expectations. Uh, right. But, you know, uh, the Seahawks might be – you know, a good bet here, you know, given that the two and a half point underdogs um, Preciser actually has them winning this game, despite the Cardinals being favored. And I can see that happening, but both the Cardinals and the Seahawks play fast. So I'm expecting yeah. a lot of plays to be run and I'm expecting a lot of fantasy points to be scored. This is another game to target for fantasy. Right. And you look at the two games that the Seahawks have had these past two weeks, especially their defense, allowing a bunch of points, not only the Lions, but then also the Saints. You know, Taysom Hill obviously gashed them big time. Kyler Murray is a great, great quarterback, fancy quarterback. He can, he's dynamic. He can run. He can pass. Um, this would be a nice spot for the Cardinals' offense to kind of morph in the form. Um, I, I, I think this is gonna be a high-scoring game, definitely. You know, the Seahawks' offense suddenly is very good, and their defense has allowed a lot of points. That's a recipe for fantasy success. Um, with Kyler Murray coming into town, you know, Cardinals. So I think that Kyler Murray being a five, this is, much, I think, this is the highest that we've had him ranked you know, this season so far. And I think it's it's warranted with the matchup. Um, this is a really good matchup for Kyler Murray. And I'd be disappointed, I think, if he had anything less than 20 points this week. I think I had Kyler Murray ranked at like like three week one. Because <laughs> I was pretty optimistic <laughs> of him coming into the season. But listen, right. he's going to have Hopkins coming back soon. Um, and this offense is going to get better, hopefully. Yeah, um, it, feels like, it feels like a distant memory. You know, maybe uh, that tells you all you need to know about how the Cardinals have done so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true man uh tom brady we have him here at number six uh he's averaging 368 passing yards over his last two games um tom brady man like you know he's back as a fantasy you know a reliable fantasy quarterback i think you know with chris godwin back even though chris godwin hasn't been lighting up the stat sheet you know he's beginning targets but now a lot of these other receivers are starting to get involved now these running backs are starting to catch a lot of passes over the last couple of games so he's starting to find his footing at this point so tom brady i think he's going to be locked in to the top 10 uh almost every single week and he's inching on that top five at some point 
the good thing is that this matchup against the Steelers, like they're allowing a ton of uh, passing yards as well. So Tom Brady right. is looking like he's like kind of locked in to throw over 300 yards this game. Yeah, and that's what happens when you allow four. Was it 400 ish? Almost 400 passing yards and a half against the Bills. You know, last week that's what Pittsburgh did. So I think Tom Brady's a really safe start. I think this might be his best matchup so far this season. And if he could get into a rhythm, you know, get into a groove and find a groove, I think we could be looking at Tom Brady uh, being a mainstay here in the top ten, even the top eight. You know, moving forward, because as his receivers come back, uh, he's getting Chris Godwin. Uh, he got Chris Godwin back last week, and he's still getting healthier. Mike Evans is obviously a beast. And Julio Jones is, you know, waiting in the wings to come back. The offense is going to get much better. Uh, I like the Buccaneers, to, what's it called, to win the game. Tom Brady should have no trouble putting up a lot of points in this game. 